0: Ready?
1: Good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South, Texas on 9 30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and maybe your calls and questions. When you call us at 210 308 8867, 210 308 8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio, it's 866. 866- 3-0-8-88-67 the number to call to be a part of a show. Pretty day here, uh nice fluffy clouds in the sky, kind of some gray ones out there. So is there still a little chance of rain?
2: Well there was rain when I was coming over from the oh, Medical was there? Center. Yeah.
1: Oh okay. Oh was
2: it? Yeah, I was when I just left the area, started raining and then I got to about uh oh the interstate and uh, stopped stopped. It was yeah. raining pretty hard. It looked, like, it looked like it was more significant than it was.
3: I got a good rain yesterday after we got home from the radio. And, uh, uh overall, I think I've accumulated almost an inch. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I've got, I've got a little bit. Yeah, of, you, had, you
3: had a couple of inches. Yeah, we had
2: two plus. Yeah. Boy, that's and good. I got some last night,
3: too. That's good.
2: Yeah, it is good. But I was digging around and, uh. It's a lot of places it hasn't penetrated very far.
3: No. No, no none, of, none of it ran off. I mean, it was so slow. Well, some of the downpours were yeah. heavy. But, uh, but to the most part, most of it soaked in. So I don't think it's going to do our aquifer very much good. Uh, we mm-hmm. didn't have a much, much runoff.
2: But it is uh, significant because people will water less. Well, that's out. true. Yeah, that's true. And... I think we're at the point, too, where most, uh, well, if they're growing corn, they probably quit
3: irrigating. Yeah, yeah.
2: Now, some of the cotton I saw going towards uh, east Texas was uh, still out of ways to go, but uh, I don't know about the uh, cotton in the rest of the state.
1: Yeah. Do they put the, uh, they do put the levels on saws, don't they? The The aquifer levels? Do they put them though? Oh, don't they put them on saws? On the saw's yeah, website? it's on.
2: It's on the, in the newspaper too, Jerry's.
1: Okay, I was trying to see what the uh, what they do it on a Sunday. I can't honestly remember. Oh yeah. Okay. So, well,
2: oh, well, you know, on, on the internet they may not, but on the oh.
1: Jerry's got from Saturday,
2: and then I looked at it from where it was up. One point um, eight feet.
3: Oh yeah. Oh. On That's Sunday,
2: uh, today I think. But but still low. I mean, it's like
1: 646. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Trace is coming up here, I think. Let's see. I think he's going to tell us a little bit about what's coming in. You, You guys are working together on some stuff.
3: He was just telling me that uh, next week they're going to get in uh, more peppers. Oh, good. You know, they, they've been getting in tomatoes, and uh, they're getting in some more tomatoes. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we haven't talked about peppers in the fall. And the, the neat thing about peppers is uh, most of them you pick green. I mean, you pick before they turn color. That's the way I should put it. And so uh, things like serrano and jalapenos and things like that. Uh, you get some of those hot. You get hot jalapenos in too. Uh,
4: there's three different versions of jalapenos coming this week. So we got the mild. We've got the normal hot one, and yeah. then there's some jalapeno grande.
3: Oh uh, yeah, they're pretty hot. Okay. I think. <laughs> That's what I'm told. All right. Yeah. I haven't tried, and then. Um, if you want to grow bell peppers, a lot of people have trouble with those in the spring. And, uh, in fact, a lot of people uh, plant bell peppers in the in the spring. And eventually and
2: keep, get a few in the fall. In the
3: fall, that's right. Keep them over to the fall. And they don't seem to get spider mites quite as bad mm-hmm. as tomatoes do. Well, it's been a strange year for me
2: because I, I did get some yield from... Uh, the bell peppers. Oh, good. And they're 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 going strong still. You, you know the the peppers outperformed the tomatoes in terms of comparison with years past. So if you got enough and stuff in your garden, there's always something that's doing
4: really well. <laughs> well, we're gonna get some uh, some squash and some cucumbers, some zucchini and beans too. All in limited numbers, but. Wow. Okay. We're we're back in vegetable business.
2: Well, I had a. Uh, when I was over there in Cattle Lake, uh, one of the guests there had uh, brought in uh, all kinds of summer squash that they harvested and mm-hmm. uh, cucumbers. That surprised me a little bit. The c- Cucumbers were still really good. They were crisp and they weren't bitter. Uh, so, I w- I generally, if I would have guessed, I would have guessed it's kind of past the prime from, from the spring, but... They
3: did fine. That's the East Texas illuminate. Yeah, Cadillac. they they
2: were from uh Round Top, actually. Okay. Which is kinda of in the middle of some place. Yeah. Schulenburg or something.
3: But any anyway, the, uh we've got a good uh, and and you said your uh Rio Grande Gold peppers have already started setting on peppers. That's right. Uh, I got young oh, plants. Gosh,
1: yeah. Young plants. Oh yeah. I've got you got some. Uh, do you have any of color or are they just a yellow? I, Yellow. Yeah. So no reds, no? No, no. Yeah, me neither, but I got a bunch of yellows. But But. mine are tiny. Do you have
3: pepper? You got some real grinding gold peppers? Yeah. Okay.
1: They're doing real well. I use copious amounts of osminais.
3: There you go. I (laughs) I use
1: slow-release lawn fertilizer. Oh, yours are in the ground, though. Yeah. Mine are in a container. Yeah.
3: That's he learned a lot of stuff from
1: He has? He, it's like osmosis or something. Uh, <laughs> you hear it 20, 30 times? You... Yeah. <laughs> 20 years. And with Jerry, the conversation is always uh, safe if you throw in copious amounts of osmosis. <laughs> you, could,
4: you could have a whole conversation with Just those few words. You Uh, (laughs) could.
1: I was talking about pizza, going out and getting pizza. I said, I'm going to have copious amounts of Osmocote on it. Jerry said, that sounds delicious. (laughs) Make you grow better.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: And cockroaches could even walk on it because of his uh,
1: partiality to cockroaches. Oh, that's right, yeah. But anyway. I was confused. confused. Uh, uh, Jerry has has a cockroach farm in his house. Okay. Yeah.
3: The whole house is a cockroach. Right? <laughs> but uh, we got a good selection of tomatoes over here. and uh, uh, More coming. More coming. And uh, I'm, I'm excited that they've got Ruby Crush so early in the season. Because so that's that one that's definitely going to you know, mature your tomatoes before the, before the first freeze, the first frost, hard frost. And um, and it's, it's it's proven to be a a very it's always been a productive pepper, but it's also been a um, tomato, a good taste, good tasting tomato. It's a little. It's kind of. It's pear shaped in it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like pear shaped. Yeah,
2: it's, got, it's That's kind. That's what of, they
3: describe. It's has uh, got a— teardrop. A, a pleasant uh,
2: structure is not the right word, but. Uh, you know, it's firm, firm, but not uh, too firm. You know, to yeah, chew. yeah,
3: chewy. It's got a little chewy to it. Yeah, there you go. And uh,
2: yeah, I've grown to like it. Of course, I love the BHN nine sixty eight and have for years, but I now I kind of put those as, you know, as dual desirable. A little different taste, different uh, growth pattern. Both of them quick producers and uh, large producers. Long producers.
3: And they said in the 968, a dwarf cherry surprise. You said that's on the, the tag, dwarf cherry surprise?
4: I really wouldn't. That's just the name I always know. I, I can't remember <laughs> what was physically on the tag.
1: Okay. okay.
4: It, it might have been 968. I don't
1: know. Okay. Hey, we got James on the line at 210 308 88 210 308 88 Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today?
5: Oh, just fine. How about y'all?
1: Good. What's going on?
5: Hey, uh, I was, the plan is next year to get started early with the uh, trick of grandma's for the tomato fruit worms. And, uh, I was talking with the insect people and they said that the county extension office usually keeps, uh, a record of degree days and they can usually tell you about when. The cornworm and the earworm moth are uh, are going to emerge. Do You know what she's talking about?
3: No, I'm not aware of that. You said uh, they, that the, they never they, did they, when I was there.
5: Okay. So what I need to rely on is uh, the, uh, the the traps, the pheromone traps, so I can know when they're in the area and then uh, when to right. do the. Do the uh, trick of grandmas and also the uh, the lace wing.
3: Right, right.
5: So that's that's new and to you. Use, right? uh,
3: have you used those before?
5: Well, yeah, on the pecans, but uh, but we want to try them uh, on the tomato fruit worms because they really kicked our uh, kicked our can this year pretty hard. And uh, she said that the combination of the trichogrammas grandmas and the uh, the lace wings would uh, would put a dent in their population.
3: Yeah. Why don't you just use uh, Bacillus thuringiensis (BT)?
5: Hey, we're covering the tomatoes uh, with a smart net to keep the mockingbirds from beating us up so bad. And uh, it's just too much trouble to get that netting on and off of there. So we want to use something uh, the biological up underneath those nets.
3: Okay. Okay, but I I, I, th- I thought the BT would be easier to spray on and and much, and much more effective.
5: Yeah, well, with one man operation, it probably would. But uh, I I give them a spraying before I cover them. But uh, I wanted something that I could uh, that I could introduce that would pretty much keep up with them. And according to the biological people. Uh, those two beneficials will do the job, hmm. but I'll give them a spray with BD before I cover them up.
2: Yeah, well, keep us informed form. Okay. on the results. All right. Good luck, James. Thanks, James. You Thanks, take care.
1: Right. Yeah, take care. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. Trace, what else is going
4: on? How I, you I like those lower bush petunias? Oh, they're, yeah,
3: they're blooming their brains
4: out. From
1: yesterday to, the, to, to right.
4: today. Right, there's almost twice as many blooms today. Yeah, And I was looking at the ones we planted, and they're, they, they've they grown three times the size of when we stuck them in a week ago.
3: Yeah, they're, they're fast growing. That's one of the objections. Uh, no no growth regulator will control them. I mean, there's a, it's a vigorous uh, uh, grower. And so that's good for the home gardener, but it's uh not good for the retailer who's trying to control to man- the
2: size yeah, they're hard to manage. I was pull, pulling pretty- some this morning, but uh you know I didn't some of them you know they they were in the lime trees, even, mm. and they've found yeah. their way <laughs> to find the sun and set seed lower yeah. Uh, and line and and uh, <laughs> in the in the uh, blueberry, uh, plants in containers too. So
3: uh-huh.
2: Where, wherever there's an opportunity, they. I
3: they didn't find realize them. they'd run like that. I, I knew they ran, but uh, usually they on the, they stay on the ground. But I, I guess if you put them up against a structure or something, that they would be pushed up there, like kind of like Asian jasmine. But uh, that's a good petunia, and they, they produce a lot of seed. So, so you pulled some up and took the seed, and I just,
2: I just leave it to the plants to uh, get, yeah get the seed around. There's enough of them that I, I always have some. <laughs> and then if you know if I, uh, feel like uh, one would, would be nice in this particular container, and there's nothing growing, it's real easy just to. Uh, move one of the plants that starts or get a bunch of them from here at Mill Rivers.
3: Yeah, where are the pinks? Are the pinks on this? Yes. Yeah, they're on this end, I think.
4: There's yeah, you different
3: can, yeah. color pinks out there. There's about
4: well, three or four different ones. Some of them are really light, almost white, like where that lady is yeah. standing. There's one that's so pale pink that it, from here it looks white.
2: Well, it's surprising Yesterday because... Yesterday
4: we found one that was striped. It was a, a very, it was a very light, pale pink bloom, and then it had uh, like a five star, yeah, uh, yeah, pink in it. It was really Ooh, cool. That was pale, the, the that pale. was one of the listeners that bought that.
3: Yeah. Huh? Oh, is that right? Yeah. The pale it holds
2: its own that. too out there when they're, um, you know, there's. Oh yeah. Yeah, and no. there's a few violets in my yard, but and most of them are kind of someplace in the middle, of the pinks.
3: Yeah like i said we had a purple at one time but for that's for some reason that stupid thing wouldn't produce very very many seed so uh we gave up on the purple but it was a good purple but uh that that color there like i said the the history of laura bush is that uh greg grant made the original cross between uh, the VIP, the little little violet petunia, and uh, the old old-fashioned petunia that uh, grows in it uh, grew in uh, the old-timer yards, and it had that la- those lavender white to white blooms, uh, and so it's uh, the VIP is the is the mother source, uh, is the female source. And that uh, old, old heirloom uh, petunia is the male source, pollen source. So uh, that's that's why you get the different colors in in the pink because that's that's the way the uh, the uh, the male pollen wants to be. And these were selected uh, here in San Antonio. Uh, they were the the original cross crosses were grown at the uh, uh, San Antonio Botanical Garden, and uh, to, to show you, <laughs> uh, when Greg Grant made the cross, like I said, and gave me the seed to grow, of course, and uh, I they looked kind of all the same to me <laughs> when I was looking at them. And Greg came over one, one time, and he said, uh, I said, Greg, I want you to look at these petunias and see if there's any difference in them. And he went, uh, and I said, I can't see any difference in them. I mean, they all look like, you know, like like that like that stand of Laura Bush out there. And uh, he said, he looked at him. he said, every one of them is different. That's, that's the genius of Gary Grant. And so I said, okay, you pick, pick the best ones, and I'll take cuttings. And we'll take cuttings and root them and then grow them, grow them out for seed crop. And that's what we did. And we grew them out at of where we do our tomato testing. And um, we lost about probably 60, 60% of them to heat. When we when we transplant them out in in July and, and August, it was, that's why they could take that heat. And, and as a hum, our hummingbird is back on the red uh, uh, porterweed over there, see? <laughs> Boy, he he's not fra—he he hes wor, he not worried about us on the porch here. He or, or that you know, big after, bumblebee next to him, too. Yeah, yeah. After that, look at. Him. Or uh, maybe. It really, uh,
2: the, uh, well, it's a good example here at Millburgers. The native, uh, the bees have made a comeback, it looks like. The,
4: We've seen an excess amount of the, the really big bumblebee. Yeah. In uh, the last two, three weeks. Yeah, I have,
2: too. And it's not just here. It's other, some of the other butterfly gardens I've seen there are just amazing that I don't remember, you know, 10 years ago, I don't remember seeing them. And then this year, they're everywhere. Yes, last year, too. There's some out there, even. Well, Trace, what's
4: the plant of the weekend? Weekend, weekend, weekend. Basalmic basil. So this is a 2017 Texas right. superstar. Right, right. Um, but last year it was all limited numbers. Uh, there was some issues with seed, and this year we got a hold of more. So it's a reintroduction of last year's Texas superstar. So we've got... Four and a half inch pots that are in our herb selection at 229, and as of about ten minutes ago when I walked up here, there was uh, seven. Although I've seen one get picked up, so I believe six of the ten inch pots of balsamic basil. It is a beautiful green leaf, maybe a little smaller than the uh, sweet basil, but it has a fabulous seed head, and it's purple.
3: Oh yeah, I mean it's spectacular. And we, we, when we were, we we're always looking for new plant material, and I've always been looking for uh, a, a good ornamental herb because people like, you know, go crazy over herbs, and uh, we we look for years for a good ornamental herb that, that serves as a purpose as a as an herb that can be used in an herb. And, uh, and it's also a beautiful ornamental, even if you don't use it as an herb. And most people, they, they, you know, they, they plant something like basil, and uh, they get a couple of leaves from it. I mean, it's not like a tomato where you pick everything and eat everything that the thing produces. But uh, this basil fits the category. That's why we made it a Texas superstar. Oh. That it's even, even you can use it as an herb, and, and it is spectacular uh, in the fall, especially with that
2: big seed head. Well, and basil, and, and this one in particular, also qualifies as a wildscape a wild, that's right yeah wild, wildlife yeah. plant because the the birds uh, hone in uh, those little Lesser goldfinches and even cardinals hone in on that basil seed. Oh, they'll, really? go, they'll go right up on your patio. Yeah, it seems to be a real favorite of theirs. So it's fun.
3: And it's not an extremely big. It's it's a it's a fairly large, large plant, but uh, it's not as big as regular basil. I mean, tall. And so it's good for containers and on the yeah, this, patio. These
4: are fabulous in the, in the 10-inch pots. At oh, the 1699. yeah. 1699. They're full. They hang out of the pot probably four inches each direction. Right. And they're short.
3: Right, that's it's what I'm saying. Compact, yeah. It's,
2: uh, it's so, what do the cool pe- pe- what do people use the basil for? Tomato dishes? Yeah,
3: and uh, tomatoes. If, and if you,
2: uh,
4: you Google it and you don't use the word plant on the end of it, you'll see some recipes for uh, what was that we
2: saw? Oh, uh, salad vinegar, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they'll use it in that. Bals- balsamic balsamic uh, Yeah.
3: Vinegar. Yeah. Oh, wow. Basil is the most popular herb hmm. that there is. Oh. And and there's many different
1: types of basil. So so
4: on that note, if you are googling it, make sure you use the word plant.
1: Yeah, because that'll give you pictures of the actual plant, not recipes. Way well, you guys say
2: describe that, it almost may, you know it makes it sound like it's pornography or something. If
4: you don't put the well, you could, you never know what can pop up if you don't. Yeah. Know if it's specific. <laughs> be as specific as balsamic. You can. Yeah. Um...
1: So you Google basil plant?
4: No, balsamic basil plant.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, you'll get balsamic basil vinaigrette. Balsamic basil. Okay, spell balsamic for us. B-A-L-S. Oh shucks, I S-A-M. Can't, uh, huh? Yeah, I see. M-O-U.
3: You thought we could all spell balsamic.
1: Well, I thought I could. Too. I can't
3: even say it. <laughs> it's B-A-L.
1: B-A-L-S. There it is. S-A-M-I-C. Balsamic. Just or
4: you could type in basil. And then start the word balsamic and then let the computer figure out the rest of it for you.
1: There you go. That's, All right. That's how I spell. we got to take a break. Uh, if you want are interested in those plants and you can't make it out today but you want them to put them aside for you, you call 497-3760, 497-3760, and they'll put them aside for you. Just tell the cashier or the person you talk to what you're looking for. We'll take a break. Be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas right after this. Uh, 308-8867 is our number. Back in a moment on The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 M Bull Verde Road with your Texas Superstar lineup for this week at Millburgers. Our first Texas superstar blooms from spring through fall with a profusion of sky blue flowers. It loves our hot summers. It's drought tolerant, and butterflies love Blue Plumbago. Now on sale in the one-gallon container for just four eighty-eight. Are you looking for a Texas superstar with extremely heat and drought tolerant, that attracts hummingbirds and butterflies, that has beautiful electric orange blooms? And you must be looking Looking for Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados, now on sale in the three-gallon container for just $19.88. Our next Texas Superstar is a plant of dual personalities. You'll enjoy its light blue and purple blooms all summer and its heavy yellow berries in the fall. And it's on sale at Millburgers in a deco pot, the 12-inch deco pot. is on sale for just $16.88. You'll find these and all your favorite Texas superstars at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604
6: and Bull Verdi if you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, You're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurray, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomLineRealtyAdvisors.com. Bottom
3: Line Realty Advisors. We get the landlord off your bottom line.
7: This is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822 9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the Yellow Pages, 822 9147.
1: Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer: If you've got a home with roaches or spiders or yeah, mosquitoes or yeah, ticks, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and you don't want them, oh yeah, Spider-Man Pest Control is the place to call. You can call them at two one zero. 656 3721. 210 656 3721. They've been doing this since 1976. And Warren and Spider Man Pest Control are the places that uh, it's a place that um, not only do homeowners call, but oftentimes, because of all of his experience, other pest control companies will call Warren kind of find out what's what's working on this or what's working on that or tell them their problems. So you can go straight to the source. Go to Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control. Termite issues, maybe they're concerning you. Mosquitoes, ticks, fleas. Uh, Spider-Man will help you get rid of all those things. You call them at 210-656-3721. We'll uh, we get our
2: Rash of mosquitoes after this wonderful rain.
1: Yeah, we will. He's got a new system that he can tell you about. Uh, they use it at Disney World. He's, uh, it's, so it's it's a non-spray system. I'll let him explain it to us next week when he calls. If he calls, uh, Warren, why won't you call? Oh, <laughs> Warren's busy and his weekends are kind of precious to him. So. But anyway, uh, you can also find them at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. On the Laura Bush, are they good hanging basket? Will they f- yes. They'll, they'll droop over? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll have to
3: they'll pick do, up a couple.
2: They'll, do, they'll droop over and... Over, uh, and over all right
3: <laughs> and, and, and really they're easier to cut off yeah <laughs> when, when they're when oh they're that's in a good a idea all right how would i fertilize trim that? up copious amounts <laughs> of osmocotes son
1: oh okay that's what i was wondering
3: i, he- I heard the weatherman oh no <laughs> i know that they say copious amounts of rain uh-huh i'm, I'm
1: which, impressed which, which weatherman is listening to our show uh, <laughs> But anyway, so. Uh,
3: Jerry
2: was bringing it to our attention that the uh, uh, red porterweed. Oh, yeah. Dwarf
3: porterweed. That, that uh, hummingbird will not leave that alone.
2: That's right. It's obviously his, her favorite uh, <laughs> plant. And uh, it's a lot of uh, everybody's favorite uh, porterweed. It's the dwarf red porterweed. It has gotten, just been on the market uh, this year for the last couple of weeks in here. Here at Millburgers, there's also several shades of blue. And the regular purple, the large purple, is, is here on the market, too, plus a number of other. Uh, they've still got the coral, and they've
3: got the uh,
2: that little blue. Then they've got all the uh, two different kinds of uh, milkweeds, the tropical milkweed and then the tuberosa, which is a native milkweed, uh, least- I think they've got a couple kinds of uh, mistflower, too, at least, at least the Greg's flower, and then lots and lots of zinnias. So you can outfit your uh, butterfly garden here at Millburgers, and everything that I've declared an all-star, a butterfly plant is available. Plus they have the certified butterfly garden here, too. You can see uh, a variation of plants and how to use plants in a limited space to attract the butterflies and the hummingbirds and also to be very attractive uh so stop by take a look and uh, get those plants uh, and it's interesting
3: how that hummingbird is sticking to the red ones uh and we've got some purple ones right by it that are in bloom but he he's liking that red yeah she's liking the red i guess
2: At uh it is it's strange it depends on the time of the year and uh state of the bloom i guess the plants are in and then the variation uh some of the butterflies prefer one some of the other butterflies but this that that red dwarf red porterweed, is a popular that that's the one where you uh, you see competition between the swallowtails and the Mm -hmm. the hummingbirds even for that, that limited bloom area
3: and it's a pretty red. I mean, it's a bright red.
2: It's got that, really, the foliage is so nice, too, and it's got that yeah. nice shape.
3: Yeah, it does, yes. But anyway, uh, speaking of pretty, uh, Calvin got a great article about uh, uh, cray myrtles in yesterday's paper. On, uh on in Section C, Antonio Express News. And uh, talk of it got p- pretty picture of crab myrtles on the front of the uh, by the uh, go by the article and got a close up of uh, crape myrtle, crape myrtle bloom. And Calvin uh, talks about the uh, the sizes uh, of crape myrtle. And uh, like I said, a couple of weeks, couple of weekends ago, Trace brought it to my attention that they have a biggest selection of crape myrtles at this time of the year than any other time of the year. I, I don't know. For some reason, I always thought they, they got the crape myrtles in in February and March with the, with the other fruit trees and other other uh, deciduous types of trees. But uh, but it makes sense because people, want to, people can buy them at this time of the year and they're easy to establish. Uh,
2: yeah, there's rarely any transplant shop. Yeah.
3: Now, G- I think that that's because they got a fibrous root system. Yeah.
2: Now, the, the, Jerry mentioned the article. It's in the Express News yesterday. Um, and it lists uh, some of the plants that he and his team of experts have put together as the favorite and the sizes. That's one of the key advantages of uh, Crete Myrtle. You can get the size and the color. Uh, a bloom that you want to fit exactly into uh, the landscape situation that you have. Now, if you want even a more extensive list, then you just go to PlantAnswers.com, and it's got more there. And the other thing to look for: uh, powdery mildew resistance. Right. You want you want you want generally. I don't say you want always want the top. Level of resistance because there's a few really desirable plants that uh, uh, don't you know maybe have a fair rating, but uh, mostly that's what you want is to have crape myrtle the size that fits your location, the color is your favorite color, and then a powder powdery mildew resistance so it doesn't have any problems from the disease that we see nearly every year.
3: Yeah. And this, this picture on the front page, I don't know if you noticed it, Calvin, but uh, that they, were, they were trying to put, plant a, a group of reds and a group of whites. The whites were at, the, at one end and uh, the reds at the other. And the, the reason you buy them at this time of the year is demonstrated by that picture because they go red. Uh, where they make the change over to white, uh, there's a red, a red or two toward the end after, after they have a white in there. So the, they're mixed red and white at, at, the, at the base back where they want it all white. So you, could, you can actually see the bloom on them uh, here. Uh, I mean, at this time of the year, too. Uh, and calvin goes in the, he he, go, he he takes about the he takes not only the the best color or uh, uh, the best of the all the colors in his article i think that's what you were doing yeah
2: I'm trying you? to identify
3: and uh and you can get, a, you can get overwhelmed sometimes oh yeah theres uh, there's in fact uh interesting you should mention that the uh uh, I was talking to Dr. Larry Stein the other day, and he was saying that there's a, a, a associate prof—no, I guess he's a professor, a professor at uh, Texas A&M—that's actually putting together a new list of, of a list of new cray myrtles, and it's extensive. Yeah. And so I, I, I was trying to get him to. I, I, was, I was hesitating because I was going to put it at the at the base at, at the end of uh, our list that we have now, which is out of date, to be honest with you, except some of these old standards that you mentioned. But uh, the, uh, she didn't she didn't go into the. She had some pretty pictures. But she didn't go into uh, the the sizes and uh, bark characteristics mm-hmm. and uh, and some of the other things that uh, we like uh, powder mildew resistant and uh, and and uh, all the colors that she was talking about. So I I don't know if it's gonna fit with our if it, with our write-ups that we have on uh, Craig myrtles now.
2: Now, if you uh, you don't take those sizes into consideration, you can plan on uh, either being unhappy that the plants are too little to fill oh, yeah. the space, or you can spend a lot of time pruning.
3: That's a big mistake. That's, that's one of the main considerations. Of course, you worry about the powder and mildew, but powder and mildew will not kill the cray myrtle. So uh, you, you know that's, that's that should be a, that's not a major concern I guess, but it's a concern. If you can get one with the mildew resistant you definitely want to get it. Uh, if it's the right color and right size, but that size thing is important. That now, size thing is important, so you won't have to continuously prune it all the time.
2: Now, and uh, hopefully, most nurseries had do like Milberter do, does. They have a Pretty good chart available that gives you that, right, right. all that information right on the right there, the display area. You know, this is the size. This is the kind of bark it has, and and uh, I don't know if they, I, I think they say mildew resistance too on there. Uh, so, yeah, just take a little time uh, yeah. uh, picking your crate myrtles, and you'll be much happier with them in a the long term. They're great, great full sun blooming. Plant good uh, xeriscape plant too. Yeah,
3: well, and most of the ones that Kevin mentioned in there uh, are available at Millburgers Nursery. And if you want to see which ones uh, are available at Millburgers Nursery, like I said, go to PlantAnswers.com and in the uh, topics of the topics of the month and look at the first first heading. There is. Uh, is a crepe myrtle, a li- cra- listing of crepe myrtle varieties, which are cra- best crepe myrtle varieties by size, which are often available at Millburgers Nursery. I put that because they're selling crepe myrtles daily. So, uh, but uh, they've got a good supply, and they reorder. I didn't really realize that. I thought they ordered a bunch in, and that was it. But uh, Trace... Uh, worked with me on that list, and so uh, you're pretty well assured uh, from that list uh, of that you'll find
1: them at Millburgers. Let's take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming right up, uh, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 M Bull Verde Road with your Texas Superstar lineup for this week at Millburgers. Our first Texas superstar blooms from spring through fall with a profusion of sky blue flowers. It loves our hot summers. It's drought tolerant, and butterflies love Blue Plumbago. Now on sale in the one gallon container for just four eighty-eight. Are you looking for a Texas superstar with well, extremely heat and drought tolerant that attracts hummingbirds and butterflies? That has beautiful electric orange blooms, Then you must be looking for Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados, now on sale in the three-gallon container for just $19.88. Our next Texas Superstar is a plant of dual personalities. You'll enjoy its light blue and purple blooms all summer and its heavy yellow berries in the fall. And it's on sale at Millburgers in a deco pot, the 12-inch deco pot. It's on sale for just $16.88. You'll find these and all your favorite Texas superstars at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Verde Road.
9: President Trump says he will announce on Monday his selection to succeed Anthony Kennedy as an associate justice on the Supreme Court. He says he will pick from a list of 25 conservatives supplied by the Heritage Foundation. The left has vowed to use every means at its disposal to stop the nominee, whoever it is. They're lobbying two female pro-abortion senators, Collins of Maine and Murkowski of Alaska, not to vote for anyone they think will overturn Roe v. Wade and same-sex marriage. My view, which is shared by some other conservatives, is that neither ruling will be touched. There are several reasons, but one is the culture. Abortion and same-sex marriage are not the cause of our decadence, but a reflection of it. A nation in which so many have forgotten God is not a nation about to be persuaded by judges and laws. Righteousness exalts nations, but sin is a reproach to any people. We're being reproached the way back is revival, and those only come through concerts of prayer. Look it up on Google, you'll see what I mean. I'm Cal Thomas.
8: For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340 Key Largo, Florida 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340 Key Largo, Florida 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary.
0: Are you selling or buying a home? Call Sergio Martinez at Help You Sell and save 30% on the listing of your home. What's the difference between selling a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home. Well, it's $18,000. Do you think your agent does $18,000 more work? Call Sergio Martinez, 210-693-0305 and save thousands while getting the same services. Help you sell. San Antonio's premier low-fee realtor providing you full service.
1: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., the answer. Hey, I want to talk to you about Furniture Now, two stores in San Antonio, and a kind of a third one if you uh, think about it. It's a virtual store. Uh, not only are they located on Evers and Loop 410, they're also right here. Their new location is on Live Oak, uh, Texas, 1604, and Lookout Road next to Burlington. But they're as close as your computer, uh, honestly, because you can go to FurnitureNow.com, and they're having a big Independence Day sale now. One of the things that the Cobens knew after uh, having a 100 years Of experience selling furniture in San Antonio is that uh, they know customers get concerned sometimes, especially with online purchases about if for some reason they have to return them. Um, one of the things, the examples that the Steve gave was maybe the color uh, that was online didn't quite match. Don't worry about it. They've got their no hassle policy, uh, which means you can return it in good condition in 14 days, no hassle, no restocking fee now. Again, there are some exceptions, so you want to call the store for details uh, and find out the whole thing. Like, for instance, mattresses don't apply if they're out of the box. But go to furniturenow.com and check out the independent and stay sale uh, you're going to find great uh, uh, sale on uh, well dining room furniture bedroom furniture kitchen furniture uh, whatever you're looking for you'll find it there. office furniture kids stuff even outdoor furniture at FurnitureNow.com. that's furniture okay our number 210-308-8867 rachel is on the line at 210-308-8867 hi rachel welcome to the show how are you doing today
10: beautifully. Thanks for Good. taking my call. You bet. How can um, I help you? I just... I bought a house two years ago and the yard was... It was okay. It was mostly weeds and there was uh, a tree stump out front and which cleared the tree stump out, but I've got these desert-like cracks really deep and about two inches wide in some places that runs from my backyard out to the front yard to the tree stump and around where the tree stump was. And I don't have any other trees in the yard at all, other than what's in the gulch behind my house. There are no trees in my yard. Neighbors have trees. I have no trees. But I was wondering, is it because I have no trees that I have these huge cracks? Because even to water into the cracks to, you know, the water could just run endlessly and it doesn't fill in. I put a load of dirt on last year and it's back this year, so I'm at a loss. Don't
2: know. So, the the issue are the the cracks that come from when your lawn is was dry. Right. And there, yeah, well, some of our soils are really characteristic of that and there's not much you can do. Uh, you can keep adding uh, soil to it, you know, compost and things like that. You, you, you can address, partially address it, but if it's a large area and you've got that kind of blacklands clay kind of soil, yeah. even my, I've got kind of a, it's kind of sloped and got a, a different kinds of uh, soil. And when we have a spell like we did this summer, I end up with some pretty big. Cracks. Now, generally, mine close up. Uh, I didn't. I didn't notice if they up after closed. the rain. Yeah, after this rain, you know, I got a couple inches, so they may be. Uh, if we get some more, especially, they may close up. But uh, yeah, well, that I don't. Would be uh, nice.
10: I don't. I don't think they do, though. And I was wondering, should I just keep adding dirt? Is it something that I? I mean, I'm afraid that the house is going to shift a lot. You know, and. Um, I just should I get a landscaper to come and look and figure out what I should do?
3: No there's nothing, there's nothing I would add instead of adding uh, soil, I think I would add compost to or some organic material and okay. Maybe, maybe, okay. maybe even put some of that organic fine the ground organic material into the cracks.
10: Right, Are the right, cracks right. wide? They at least in places two inches wide. Right. Should I get like
3: a like a hand tiller kind of a thing? What a hand, hand tiller. A tiller? A hand,
10: oh, no. you know, like one of those something to break up the ground and add to.
2: Well, that it. never that never hurts. Although it's kind of difficult to do it when the soil's dry
3: and when you got grass.
2: Yeah, but you don't have to. You don't have to do that. No.
10: Yeah. Well, in I don't your, really have
2: that grass. Yeah, in your house. <laughs> If it was, uh, you know, built uh, correctly for the soil there, you shouldn't you shouldn't have issues on that. I'm not saying you won't have issues because <laughs> houses all <laughs> over San Antonio,
6: we shift, in San Antonio shift a little bit. Yeah. 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 But
2: I'm with Jerry. If you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna do anything, I would just I'd just spread uh, top dressing or compost, and uh, you don't have to till it in. Just okay. uh, you, you, you can just apply it. It doesn't have to be fancy, but you put it in those, those cracks, and that'll that'll help. Uh, it'll look better, and you, you'll feel better too.
10: Yeah. Well, that works for me. I appreciate your help.
3: But putting soil on, you just adding. It's still going to crack if you put put soil on there.
10: Right. So add the compost into the cracks.
3: Yeah, and
2: that should
10: do it—not composted well, soil, yeah. but just. It compost. should now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we better save, we
3: better save Jerry. That should help. Yeah. that should help. It's yeah. not going to do yeah. it. Yeah, because that. Well, that's, you're,
2: that's you're the prescription about. And, and recipe for now.
10: We'll see how it how it goes.
3: Okay, okay, that's a
2: spirit. Yeah, yeah and a, then call us up and get Jerry hack.
3: And after she try to do it right before rain. <laughs> right. Right. And then okay. she'll call and say, "Hey, that worked like a charm." <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> well, those cracks go closed up.
2: Yeah, they will. And, and it, every uh, yard's a little different. Some of them will be closed up with this. Oh yeah. You know, this inch and a half they had, or yeah. two inches. So.
10: No, that'd be great. That'd be great. Cause then I won't worry. I just, you know.
3: Yeah, don't
2: worry.
10: Just, I'm just all alone, and I don't want my house to shift and cause me more no. problems. So.
3: There you go. Don't yeah, worry. Thank
10: you very much.
1: Thanks, Rachel. Bye, bye, Rachel.
3: All right, two one zero three zero eight.
1: You too. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You had a question from the crowd. Uh, what were you we all talking about, or can you say? Remind me. Okay. Oh, I don't know the gentleman that walked up just a few minutes ago when we were going back on the air. No. Okay. This, we'll is, this is sad. It'll, it'll
3: come back. I've watched you. Calvin deteriorate right before my rear ass. Yeah,
1: well, and the,
2: and the amazing thing is that, <laughs> that he's aged right along. Uh,
3: <laughs> we both deteriorated. <laughs> All right. And well, we'll,
2: I, I do remember that the person did come up here. I don't. I just don't remember what the topic. Just make was. up something. We we don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, it'll come to me. I'll just break okay. I'll break. It'll break in. There you
3: go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. well, before we leave cray myrtles, I would be oh, good. I would be neglect in me- uh, not mentioning the uh, if you're looking for a taller uh, cray- uh, purple cray myrtle, uh, Calvin's last paragraph says the most well-known purple uh, cray myrtle is a medium-sized plant named Catalpa. It has good resistance to mildew and red-orange leaves in the fall. Uh, it's also kind of a it's, a, it's a smaller, I think it's on the smaller, I forget the size of the Patalpa. But uh, if you want one that's a little more upright and uh, a, little t- a little taller that has, has, t- has ties to uh, San Antonio, don't forget the Bradbury uh, wine. Joe Brad, it was named, uh, it came out of Color Spot Nursery. And I would have thought
2: they'd Uh call it uh, Bradberry
3: whiskey, but... Well, no. uh, the wine, he, he liked wine, too. <laughs> yeah, the color, I think. But uh, Br- Joe Bradbury was uh, a co-founder of Millburgers and yeah. Landscape Mercer. He was a wonderful person. And an uh, and owner of Lone Star Growers, which turned into color spot growers. So uh, he had a, a tremendous impact on the horticulture industry here around San Antonio. So uh, we named... Uh, Named this purple selection, uh, Bradbury Wine. Uh, Now, do we have it here at the Millberg? Yes, sir. Ah, cool. It's on a list. It's on the list on plantanswers.com. And uh, so uh, if you're looking for a little taller purple, and the reason that was chosen, I I was telling Trace, yesterday uh bradbury and and lone star nursery were uh, experimenting around with uh irradiating seed uh GMO, to try to try GMO. to get yeah try try to get some uh some sports out of it. and uh they would irradiate the seed and uh and then and then plant they planted seed and uh none, none nothing came out of it, except this one this this one plant and it wasn't it wasn't It, it, it just had extremely dark green leaves. pretty and it, and it survived. Yeah. And so uh, we kept it around for years and years. all the rest of them died except this one. And we kept it around for years. And uh, then we decided to uh, name it and uh, uh, after Joe Bradbury, and so uh, Bradbury Purple is now on the market. I, I'm right in saying it's a little bit t- taller and uh, upright than Catalpa.
4: I believe it said 15. It's on, it's on your list.
3: I guess I should look at my own list. <laughs> what a what a bizarre. Concept.
2: Uh, Matara. Let's and see. That's what happens at you when you get to be his. It's age is.
3: ten, 10 plus and uh, there I know I know where the original plant is, and that's that's when I went to take cuttings to propagate it from. Uh, there, it was well over my head, so ten, 10 plus is about right. I'd say ten to twelve would be better. Let's see. Do, they have, do we have Katap on here?
4: No, I don't think so. You
3: don't think you have it here at
4: No, well, I'm pretty sure. I'd, okay, um, so it's they, not on the list. In years past, I bought it here. Yeah, well, but they change every every year. They add some new ones. Like uh, we got started getting a bunch of the dark leafed ones in. Uh-huh. So the growing operations they cut out ones that haven't sold yeah. as well, so they can add newer varieties.
3: Yeah, Katap was not on here, but I think Katap is smaller. Yeah, overall,
2: I planted it. uh,
4: It's a a medium. It's one of the mediums. Dwarf purples, though. We got the the royalties in there. Oh yeah. Um, Then there's one that's a purple. Purple magic. Purple six
3: to eight. Purple magic. Purple magic is six to eight, and royalty is uh, six to eight. Purple magic. That's it. And. uh, Kevin was talking about uh, y'all's list that we have, where it gives the powder mildew resistance and all that stuff. Even the list on uh, on uh, plant answer on, on aggie Horticulture. some of the, some of the ones on uh, listed on plantanswers.com are not on that um, not on that list with the red
1: red foliage and all that stuff,
3: uh, right. purple
4: foliage. New new varieties. Those lists were printed years ago.
1: All right, we've got to take a break. While we do, we're going to get you caught up with the news. While we do, Get you ca- get give us a call. There we go. At 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I'm Milton Glick, back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas.
0: We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 a.m., The Answer.
1: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., the answer. It's the second hour of our radio show. We hope you'll come out and be a part of it. It's as easy as coming over, hop in the car, come on over to 1604 and Boulevardy Road and pull in the parking lot. And You can ask us your gardening question, although folks here at Millburgers know exactly what they're talking about, so you can even ask them if we're not here, uh, too. They, they know their stuff here at the nursery. So it's, uh, Or you can call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867.
4: Ever got lines open?
1: We have lines open right now. So all call, right, all right in. Oh, there you go.
4: So we, we've actually had a lot of uh, four-legged shoppers today. Yeah, we sure have. <laughs> uh, I've counted. Of different used, sizes and, too. Oh yeah, some some cuter than others, but uh,
1: they're all cute.
4: This uh, this little. Uh, I found that one down there and pet it. And yeah, and she. Yeah. He was just uh, so
2: expressive. Yeah. He looked in everybody everybody's face up here, <laughs> expecting to. Get a wave or a friendly look or something. Yeah. So, you know, was hard to, he was hard to resist, for sure.
1: And this guy right there by us, he's shopping.
4: Hey, he's he's oh, uh, a nice German shepherd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are pet friendly, as long as you have them under control. Yeah, and, on a leash. And clean up uh, anything oh. they might do.
1: Yep, oops. Forgot about that part. Does that happen? I guess it does. It does, does happen. <laughs> okay. What else is going on, Trace
4: well let's see uh got the lower bush petunias uh we beautiful we Talk full talked about all the butterfly plants certified oh, butterfly garden that's good that's good we're and gonna have a good selection of vegetables coming in this week
1: so, yeah what uh, were the peppers again that are coming in uh, let's see there's two
4: different bells so there's a yellow and a red so remember okay. the, the red's the one that you harvest green and then there's three different jalapenos there's a jalapeno grande and there's cam jalapeno and then the normal jalapeno, which is hot. Uh, sweet banana and serrano. Okay. Uh, all limited numbers. The tomato selection will get bigger and better. Uh, again, is our Rio Grande hands. all gone? No, there's still a handful out
2: there. Okay. Because uh, both uh, the banana is good. If you don't have Rio Grande, a banana is a good choice, too. They are easy to grow. They're fast, very productive.
3: They're giving me reports that the Rio Grande gold's already setting on peppers as a small plant. they. Uh, I think there's
4: someone on these. Yeah, yeah though,
3: they're on the ones out there.
4: They're
1: overachievers. <laughs>
4: Did you mention? Oh, I, meant, that? Uh, I forgot. Chalupaquin is going to be in there. That oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, what else? Oh, there was some uh, cucumbers and s- different squashes, some uh, bush beans. Your uh,
2: the cu- customer's over there whenever they're over there they always take a look at the uh, basket of fire isn't that, isn't that what that is right there that's uh,
4: the, the second f- first two end caps are basket of fire yeah, yeah. then the next Man. one's got some regular peppers and some piquins. then those little square boxes those are just an ornamental and then the, uh, the one next to that one with the purple leaves that was a Texas superstar a few years back that's a uh, uh, I forgot the name of it.
2: It's not the.
4: That's not your.
2: Uh, purple. Pa- oh.
4: Uh, anyway, it's Purple Leaf. It was a Texas superstar a few years back. It has a uh, purple
1: leaf and a purple fruit.
4: Yep, yep. And then uh, the balsamic basil, the big ones are right there in that same end cap. Okay. And we look like we're down to six.
1: Ooh. All right, well, tell folks about that because that's the plant of, of the weekend. Lots weekend. of little
4: ones. Uh, okay. So, uh, balsamic basil, that's uh, this week's. Uh, Plant of the weekend, weekend, Mm -hmm. weekend, and so the four and a half inch pots fit in with our other herb selection. So they're two twenty nine, and then we do have a handful of larger twelve inch pots that are, excuse me, ten inch pots that are spectacular, uh, very squatty. The leaves are beautiful, and they come out with a purple seed head, and it makes it uh, a great ornamental as well as uh, usable.
1: Um, and so we've got six left in the big ones. Those are $16.99. Okay, and then the little ones plenty. There's plenty. So you can just call the nursery if you want uh, those, and they'll put them aside for you. At 497-3760. seven six zero.
2: Six left or three of the big ones.
4: I was six when I walked by. Okay. Um, the right, right there where the lady in pink is. Yeah. I can at least count four heads from here. Okay.
1: And was the purple purple flash? Does that sound that's right? The I try right to Google it. That's the right one. That's the
4: right one. Purple Good. flash. That's a, a great ornamental pepper. And uh, we've got a few in 10-inch pots, a couple in four and a half inch And there's some four and a half inch coming in this week, too.
1: Good. All right. And then did you mention j I did not. Okay. Okay. So no, no, the Joes yet. No, sir. No, no. Oh, is that not a... having J Lo there? Not having J Lo this year. Yeah. Ever again? <laughs> Do we have to put out a call for someone to? No. No. Okay.
3: You're lucky to get the tomatoes. Okay. Don't don't, <laughs> pre- don't
1: pressure me. <laughs> the tycoons, or the uh, the, the red... Roma
3: surprise. Oh, okay. And, uh, I Surefire. didn't even know about those. And sure Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: When's that happening? Yeah, that's that's the first, first
1: week in August. Yeah.
3: yeah. All right.
4: That'll
1: do you want to do you want to repeat that again? What's happening the first week of August? No. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight eight six seven. Okay, so we got the
3: uh, Roma Surprise, the the one that fast maturing, and a uh, Surefire.
4: Isn't that Roma Surprise the one that Heinz does the ketchup from?
3: Camp. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah, it, it's out of camels. It's it's out of a camel soup uh, breeding program. And the reason we like it is because I, I don't like, usually don't like the flavor or the texture of, of uh, Romas. But like
2: uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's competitive.
3: Yeah, this this one tastes better than any of the other Romas does. And it, it's a... It's a uh, production machine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just turns to solid tomatoes. So, uh, and, and ripens early. So, uh, it, it, that's why we, we well, I'll, I'll say that's why we got it late in, in August. Not the fact that I procrastinated.
4: Okay.
2: <laughs> but this is we'll take uh, it any way we can get it. This is one, yeah, this is one of those. Th- tomatoes you know we talk about planting the uh the tycoon and the celebrity and and uh sunbright and all those there's a little bit of a gamble there in terms of them ripening their crop before the cold weather gets here but not with uh, not with surefire or with the uh
3: roma surprise roma
2: surprise there. even though we you might not plant them until first of august they you know, they're going to they're going to ripen their crop before the cold weather gets here.
3: Right. If the cold weather ever comes again.
2: <laughs> Historically, it
3: does. <laughs>
2: yeah, it usually comes when we're not ready for it. you know.
3: We haven't mentioned, uh, I was looking through the sale items, and we talked about Mexican bird of paradise yesterday, I think. And uh, Milton, Milton talked about it on the radio. And blue Plumbago, but there are lots of other uh, Texas superstars for sale. Yeah, I like the thrialis. So. We didn't talk. We didn't mention Thryalis. That's a wonderful
4: deer resistant.
3: Yeah, it's deer resistant and it blooms
4: yellow all all year. And it, and for a perennial, it seems to stay evergreen.
3: Yeah, that's right. It it, uh, it will we, we had it. The color spot was was the first one, the first nursery to pick that up, and. Uh, they they used to have their entrance for for, for a front entrance uh, planted in Thryalis and uh, it it went through several winters uh, without freezing back, but uh, it got big. It it gets uh, a good sized plant. We
4: got, we got one out there by the uh, by the entrance, right by the big pond oh, waterfall, geez. and uh, yeah, it was it's It was blooming. blooming. It didn't stop.
3: No, even when it's eighteen winter. degrees, it was
4: still blooming. Maybe it's
3: the, the warmth of the the microclimate of the water on that. I don't
4: know, that's the coldest spot in, <laughs> in the whole place, right there.
1: <laughs>
3: but anyway, I, I, if you if you're interested in a deer-resistant plant, deer, I, we've never had a cave I, I, I don't think anybody's ever called and told us that deer, the deer ate Thrialis. They didn't eat it at your house, did they do, No, deer?
4: but it did, it did uh, freeze back. It yeah. The true yeah. test is to give one to Charles. If we give, oh, one, to, if yeah. we give one to Charles oh, and, and got he deer. says that it does, they don't eat it, then, um, then we can produce it. Oh, much he's steak.
3: got deer running through there all the time. He's got deer that are vindictive
1: and uh-huh. mean. <laughs> yeah, it's not
3: no, they'll go in there. Has he, has Prancer
1: he, and Vixen. Yeah, and that, has he had one out there and they didn't need it? <laughs> I, I don't know. We can ask him, though. Yeah, yeah. on Prancer, on yeah. Vixen, on Vindictive.
3: He's got, a, he's got a lot of shade out there, but uh, yeah, it, it'd be interesting to try one out there. I ought to get one for my son-in-law.
4: Oh, they're on he, sale. He, you should.
3: Yeah. But anyway. Did he mention and, how much there? The, no. Okay.
1: No. How much are they, Jerry? Uh,
3: they're regularly then three gallons were twenty dollars. Yeah, and now they're on sale for fifteen dollars. Fourteen eighty-eight. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right.
1: All right, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm putting tax in there. there and you said your favorite was the uh, Duranta.
4: Oh, I love Duranta. I, um, the, the nickname Got- for it is Golden Dewdrop, or at least the nickname I used to go by. Yeah, it comes out with these beautiful purple flowers that uh, kind of cascade off a, of the plant
2: look a little like snails
4: right and uh, they all turn into berries and then those berries get a golden color right and uh, so the it can be just as showy with the seed as it does with uh, with the bloom
3: that may have it in the fall right uh, yeah pretty much and yeah. the, bird, the birds eventually
2: eat those berries, but it's not their favorite. So yeah. that it waits for the to hang freeze, down, free, freeze to soften them, and then they'll eat them. But the thing that Duranta uh, some people call it another, another one of the butterfly plants, it uh, is in the fall its favorite uh, when the monarchs come through uh, and the uh, queen butterflies and uh, gulf fritillaries, just, they just get covered in the fall. Um, so that's true. It's a great, great butterfly plant. And nice. they, they have some
3: it. blooms when they have the berries,
2: too. Yeah, nice shape to it, too. And nice. that's that's not, we talk about it in the same breath as we do Esperanza and Poinciana, but that that's much more cold-hardy than those two.
4: I believe it's the same family as Lantana. And you've yeah,
1: heard that too. You promote it that it's in in a deco pot, 12-inch deco pot. What is that about?
4: That is a 12-inch brown pot. You know, most most nurseries we get the stuff in, in in black nursery style pots, and that one I believe is in a decorative brown. Yeah.
1: So you can just keep it in the pot and enjoy it.
4: Yeah, keeping the pot for a while, then then plant it. Uh, but it's it it looks like it's a clay pot, but it's plastic.
1: Cool. So those are some of the things. Let's see what else is on sale. Uh, oops, I opened up the wrong window here. Uh, Mexican
3: bird of paradise, uh, we kind of mentioned that. Yeah. Like, uh, Prada too. Barbados.
4: There's still a few of the six-inch bedding plants on special. Uh, good selection on the Portulaca, Purse Lane.
1: Oh, you got any unadvertised specials?
4: Um. No. Okay. But there's one coming.
1: Ooh, really?
4: Cool. <laughs> well, but it'll be advertised. Okay. But it's a unique that we haven't done since i've been here anyway
1: huh oh i think i know the one you're talking about
3: i'm glad. i'm glad y'all are, are are selling quantities of uh lower bush petunia uh, in other words it 10 for 25 dollars
4: well you need that many to make a big show yeah
3: that's that's uh, you know now, one plant will do you okay i mean it'll spread out and do but you get 10 out there and uh, space them about what three feet apart.
2: Well, every nook and cranny, and if you if you got a real varied yeah. landscape, right cor- yeah. corners of the half whiskey barrels and shrub borders, as long as it's in the f- nearly full sun, they'll really fill out and uh, keep uh, keep coming back.
3: And Trace Trace and I were talking about. I hate to get back on Laura Bush, but uh,
2: no, you don't you hate, brought it up.
3: <laughs> hate to talk about. Uh, you keep thinking about who it, what that guy was saying. You I, don't 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 make Don't get him out of session. So yeah, he, I mean, he's somebody one, came he's up and me.
2: asked me a question, and I and Milk wanted me to. Relate what
1: it was.
3: This right was now. three minutes after the guy had been here. You know, it, was, yeah, okay.
1: it was a little longer, but not much. Four but, minutes. But, yeah, four. Uh, <laughs> so what were you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Talk a little bit about Laura Bush petunias. <laughs> hey,
3: that is a good topic. Okay, good. But anyway, uh, 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 Trace and I were talking about that that's the only petunia on the place now because it's the only one that blooms. And tolerates the summer heat. So if you're a petunia lover, uh, you want to get Laura bush, and and he's got the pink and the violet color.
4: And in the pink, there's actually variations. Yeah,
3: it's variation. It it's a it's a mix of uh, pink and light pink, and uh, and sometimes you find a white one in there.
4: Almost white.
1: Yeah. The, so, Trace, Any more of the striped ones? That would sounded cool.
4: I'd have to go look. That was the only one I'd seen at the time. Oh, was like, oh, oh, oh! I want that one.
1: Oh, now, <laughs> now I want it. But he was one of our
4: listeners, so
1: uh, that's good. That's, that's how nice. he heard about it. We
2: okay. uh, uh, people are going to be faced with mosquitoes after this rain. Now, yes, they are. And we we've had a number of people come by uh, looking for citronella plants. So we got citronella. We do have a, a handful. Good. Okay, and then there's. Is there citronella candles and things like that, too? No, we
4: can't do candles. It's okay. too hot. Oh, okay. no,
1: yeah, they no.
4: Yes, they do. Okay. But we do have um, the, uh, I don't even know what incense-type things where you, you oh. stick it in a pot and you burn it, and that helps. Uh, we have a, a chandelier version of incense where it's a coil. You suspend it in the uh, in the ceiling, and it, it dangles down, and it burns from the one end all the way through. That's kind of hard to describe but
1: does anybody have any experience with the little bands that you buy they're all coiled up they're mosquito repellent bands
4: <laughs> I, I do not
1: I was just curious I see them they're certainly inexpensive if you're gonna go out and about you just like put it on like a you know a bracelet and they don't do they have bead in them or I don't know what they have in them um, I think they've I think
3: they're the probably some... do not go buy stuff that you don't know what it is. It's
4: $0.38. If you want to test one, bring it here, and I'll, okay. I'll test it for you.
1: Okay, I'll bring some over. All right. Where so, do you see them? Uh, everywhere. Yeah. Oh, HEB has them. Walmart has them. I bet they have Citrin, them. Maybe so. For $0.38. Cents. I'll find out. All right, I'll bring some to Trace. We'll, we'll test them next weekend. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. The other pup, is that what you're yes. pointing out? Yeah, there's, there's pups all over the place. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on boulevardy Road with Dr. You're Calvin right Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and you're, of course, listening to 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 M. Verde Road with your Texas superstar lineup for this week at Millburgers. Our first Texas superstar blooms from spring through fall with a profusion of sky blue flowers. It loves our hot summers. It's drought tolerant and butterflies love Blue Plumbago. Now on sale in the one gallon container for just four eighty eight. Are you looking for a Texas superstar that's extremely heat and drought tolerant, that attracts hummingbirds and butterflies, that has beautiful electric orange blooms? Then you must be looking Looking for Mexican bird of paradise or pride of Barbados? Now on sale in the three-gallon container for just nineteen eighty-eight. Our next Texas superstar is a plant of dual personalities. You'll enjoy its light blue and purple blooms all summer, and its heavy yellow berries in the fall. And it's on sale at Millburgers in a deco pot, the twelve-inch deco pot. is on sale for just sixteen eighty-eight. You'll find these and all your favorite Texas superstars at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four and Bull Verde. Road.
11: Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune in to the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income.
7: Tune in to the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. Weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Yo, nurse, we are a couple of the new fathers of some of these raccoon babies in there. Can you tell us which ones are ours? Uh, yeah, they're all wearing the same says. Paging
10: Doctor Furry Dr. Furrytail, you want it in the East
7: Attic? Yours is the one chewing on those air conditioning wires. That's my boy. And which one is mine? Oh, that one chewing on the pink blanket? You mean insulation? No, yours is the one hanging from the rafters, keeping everyone awake and acting like a flying squirrel.
8: Spring is the time of year when unwanted critters are nesting in attics and can cause all kinds of damage. But Critter Evictor specializes in humane animal control. And with their one-and-done policy, your unwanted guests ain't getting back in. Guaranteed. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, squirrels. Hey,
10: look at me, daddy.
8: And yes, even raccoons who act like squirrels. Call Crittery Victor at 441-4045. That's 441-4045.
0: Man, that's my boy.
11: If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection tech technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all. From water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. STAT.
0: Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. STAT. Now, you're starting to understand why winning the White House was so crucial. President Trump has a second chance to place a constitutional scholar on the Supreme Court. Instead of a devastating shift to the left on the high court, we have a chance to protect Americans against the liberals' disastrous plan for years to come. You can criticize Trump all you want. But this would never have happened if you hadn't put him in the White House. If you want to know why, keep it right here. 930 AM, The Answer. The
1: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free outside of San Antonio. It's 866-308-8867. Tracy, you were mentioning you wanted to talk about figs?
4: Well, I had a customer in this morning. We are talking about figs and um, propagation on his Ooh. end. But it, it spawned a. I uh, went to go look at my figs, and they're they're loaded. Tons and tons of figs on them.
1: And I've had someone. else Are they me?
4: I know, but they're they're there, and they're they're getting size.
1: I had someone else who's got a. Uh, they've got a brown fig in their yard. Uh, and brown turkey, or well, they said the fig was brown. Is it? Anyway, but huh. they, yeah, it's just gone nuts. But uh, with and but they say they can't get out there fast enough to beat the birds. Yeah, to beat the birds.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, and mine birds generally get the ones that are at the top, and I get the ones at the bottom half of the plant. But it's alive. It's alive with birds. Really? In there, yeah, cardinals, and
4: mockingbirds, woodpeckers. So you're saying out of yours, you only irrigate one of them?
2: Yeah. It makes a big, huge difference. Uh, they're the same variety. Yeah. But the uh, the uh, other two that weren't irrigated, they dropped half the leaves, and of oh, yeah, still had the fruit on there. And the birds are eating at them, but uh, it's it's not the same. You know, the fruit is one half the size and uh, not ripening.
3: I got a. Um the call from Miss Nethery. Uh, you remember a few years back we had a what we're calling an Egyptian fig. A, la- a lady called on the show and said she she had she had an Egyptian fig. She was from Egypt. She was a, e- anyway. She was from Egypt, and uh, she wanted wanted to know if I could propagate it, a fig. And uh, I gave her the different techniques of propagating the fig, and I, I got, she gave me some cuttings, and I rooted them. And uh, they, they eventually, through the years, through two or three years, they all died out. Uh, hers eventually died of cotton root rot, hmm. which is that soil-borne disease that kills the fig overnight. Uh, or over a short period of time, and uh, uh, and uh, I, I don't know whether it was a root rod of some type or it was a cotton root rod or what it was, but we were lot I had lost all of the things that uh, that uh, that we had distributed, and uh, maybe some people in our audience, because we did sell them at some of our sales. Um, Still has it. Well, I got a call from Miss Nethery, Betty Nethery from uh, Junction, Junction, Texas, and uh, she was saying that uh, she had one. I, I get I forget where she had it planted first, and it didn't do much good. So they dug it up and took it down in the, down south in the sand. That's and she said that thing had the biggest figs she's ever seen now this lady lives figs and uh she wanted to know if i wanted some more cuttings of it always
2: amazes me because that's where i saw figs in jordan when i was over there doing some classes the uh they were growing on the side of these desert canyons and uh surviving and uh turns out they were di- they were uh, different variations even different species but i mean they were obviously figs yeah. that survived and i would my first response was that they they would be really sensitive to drainage
3: yeah maybe that's what killed slope them
2: all. or something yeah
3: and they had to be in the well-drained soil in I, sand I, yeah in sand i would I say well In Egypt, they're probably in sand, so maybe they need to be in sand in South Texas. Makes sense. But anyway, she wanted to get. She says it's the biggest fig she's ever seen, Mm. and one of the sweetest figs. Mm. And that's what the original lady said. That's why she wanted more of that particular fig.
2: What was the fig that uh, Phoenix had out there that was Uh, sand blue? Yeah, that was a that was a nice
3: fit. fanny giant blue, yeah. he called it, fanny giant blue.
2: blue. That
3: was a pretty big picture. That was that was big. But uh, anyway, so uh, we may get some cuttings from her and and try it again. But I I think you probably hit upon it is is a drainage problem that most people have.
1: He went nowhere to, to pick. I think we got him.
3: All right, two one zero. I don't think he got one. either the bamboo guy. Oh.
1: Yeah. I don't think he got any bamboo oh. No,
4: but he got a tomato plant
1: Yeah <laughs> cool. Alright, 210-308-8867 Is our number 210-308-8867 What else you got going on over there?
3: I've got some Disturbing questions that I got. Oh dear I don't know uh, let's, uh, let's go to the of Barbados Which is not a disturbing question that I planted a small new of Barbados in March in Phoenix, Arizona. This is from Phoenix, Arizona. It's in full sun for most of the day. While the plant has grown like crazy, it's not flowering yet. Is this normal for a newly planted Prada Barbados? Yes. Or should it be blooming now? Similar plants in the area are covered with blooms. Is there something I can do to encourage blooming? And Forrest writes are back. As long as the plant is thriving, as it seems to be, just patient, it will flower. That's that's the problem with growing them from seed. Uh, they they have a I guess juvenile period that uh, that they grow and and it takes a while to put on 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 flowers. That's why even the even the old mature plants uh, you see them in Millburgers. Well, I see one peeking up over the deer right there. But they don't sell them until they got buds on them, well, a lot of buds on them, or bloom. And when they bloom, everybody wants them, they because do. of that color. But uh, this year it, saws, it takes them a while.
4: This year, saws had them in the uh, in the package, so we were we were taking little ones. We were taking anything we could get. Even if it was
3: even if it wasn't blooming, even if it was a twig, blooming, yeah, huh? was a twig. yeah. But Frater Barbados has become so common around here. Um, it's good then bu- good, besides
2: being beautiful, and being able to take drought and full sun, it's uh, one of the best butterfly plants around. It.
1: All right, again, 210-308-8867. You keep mentioning butterflies. On July 28th here at Millburgers is going to be one of the kids' gardening classes, and this one's going to be on Texas butterflies. Uh, And uh, it's going to be from 10 to 11 here at Millburgers. No cost, uh, but they do ask that you uh, um, kind of make a reservation by calling the nursery at 497 210-497-3760 210-497-3760 to uh, reserve the spot. Plus, they always have nice uh, uh, arts and crafts and things that you can do, hands-on stuff. So that uh, gives them a number to get when you call in. So it's kind of a courtesy. 210 uh, 497 That's July 28th uh, that's going to be. And you can go to com to learn more about that.
3: Oh. Uh. I'm, I'm choosing new plants. I uh, got, got an email from a lady that said, uh, said, my purple heart pomegranate, which is the one we're considering to be a Texas superstar, uh, the one that we've selected out of all the pomegranates because of the beautiful fruit, and, uh, and uh, assuming uh, uh, it usually has reliable production, but she says, she has a purple hard pomegranate that has never produced fruit. It's many. It has many beautiful flowers, but no fruit. Uh, it's been in the ground for at least four years. Could thrips be the problem? What should I do? I think this this year uh, was an off year for pomegranates, at least the ones in Uvalde, where we have our trial planting. So the, the pomegranate is. All, it seems like all varieties are very very uh, in other words we can we cannot find the a reliable yeah uh, we cannot find a reliable producing pomegranate from and this is, these are pomegranates from all over the world
2: I've got pink satin yeah I it I got it here at Milburger's uh, a few years ago. And it's pretty reliable, but it's not not an overwhelming crop. But it's much more reliable than my wonderful is. The wonderful is about twenty-four feet tall and <laughs> huge, and blo- a lot of blooms. Got it's got a lot of re- relatively a lot of fruit this year, and but uh, last year it didn't have
3: much. I have a really sad Uh-oh. email here. Uh, I hate to break it to the guy. He's a, he's a adamant listener and follower of us over through the years. He says, I, I was hoping with your vast experience over the years, you could give me some advice about my live oak trees. I live in Leon Springs in two acres. Forrest, had I'd even answered this. Oh no, no that's, that's, that's the problem. Mm. I've been living there for fifteen years. I noticed that some of the oak leaves closest to my house have begun losing leaves this summer. All other oak leaves on my property are not losing their leaves. The oak trees closest to my house get plenty of water when plenty of water when I water my lawn. I've noticed some spots on the leaves. I'm enclosing pictures of some of the leaves, and he sent me pictures of the leaves. They could have been used in the uh, oak wilt oh, no. publication. That's how how characteristic they were. Uh, he didn't he didn't leave me a telephone number. Now, as I read this again. Uh, it's possible that it's not oak wilt that it's it's uh, I, I don't know how long it's been living there for 15 years so i'm assuming that the house was built 15 years ago but if if they've added on to see these are the only the oak trees close to the house that may that could mean that uh, they added on and did, did some root damage Which can, I guess, can cause the same same leaf characteristic as oak will.
2: I haven't seen it. The only thing I saw that was, produced the same characteristic was lightning.
3: Was lightning? Okay, okay. Yeah,
2: it was real deceptive. Mark Peterson and I, a number of years, went through that. There were some trees with that distinctive uh, symptom. Yeah,
3: that's a good tip.
2: And it was just, it was lightning. Um,
3: so what would you tell this guy Kevin well, you cut him down
2: No I would I would quick. quickly get the Texas Forest Service anytime there's a, a reasonable chance that it's oak wilt they're pretty responsive to go yeah. check it out because there's so it's so important to the whole neighborhood that there be action if there is a oak wilt um, and they and send
3: in samples. Maybe they could send in samples. S-
2: yeah, well, they'll or look at it. They'll probably send, yeah, somebody. I know Mark Duff is no longer there. I don't know who the new person is, but uh, I suspect they're the same responsive group that they were in the past. When yeah. Mark Peterson was there, and then Mark Duff. And, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I w- uh, definitely somebody that's expert, expert at the disease needs to. Look at it because you but, the potential to save the rest of the live oaks, even in the neighborhood. Yeah, they in his yard.
3: Yeah, and uh, that's good news that only the there's only a few that's showing the symptoms, and they're next to the house. See, that's out the, there. Trees get clo- plenty of they get they're closer to the house, and they get plenty of water when they water the lawn. Uh, of course, that may not be enough. I, I don't know how big these oaks are. yeah, I wouldn't, but uh,
2: I, I generally unless there's some they've messed up the the soil and everything, but uh, you know live oaks are not overly sensitive to drought situations.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: they're the, probably the toughest oak we've got in terms of uh, drought and changes in moisture levels.
3: But you don't know who the uh, forester is for not this area. One, now?
2: Yeah, not the new one. I don't anymore. Okay. Uh but uh, yeah, th- maybe Forrest can just or can send them to the
3: uh, Oakwood deal in the, the College U- Station.
2: Yeah, no, the Oakwood uh, website, and then and there's in College
3: a, Station. Yeah.
2: Well, there's a regional person here someplace.
3: Oh yeah. Oh okay. Okay, I see what you're saying.
2: Yeah, that's responsible. I would.
3: I was going to send them to the. Uh, Soon I worked up my nerve to give him the news, I was going to send him to the, uh, uh, send him to the, uh, the, you know, there's an Oakwood web page out of College yeah. Station, is what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, and that'll, I think it, might, that might have a listing of I, uh, who's who's a local guy. I think guy. it
2: does. Yeah, I think it does. The other person that's been a good resource on this is not his job anymore, but Mark Peterson keeps up. And so Mark probably knows who the the, con- the contact is.
3: Yeah, yeah, it might, it might be.
2: Yeah, but I, I think you're right. I think it's best to go through that official channel because they they will uh, give, me, give you all the right information and right. Qu- quickly.
3: But that was, uh, I mean, those pictures are just, oh, man, just straight that out ain't. of the bro- brochure. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and the uh, color, colors in the uh, veins. Yeah. And,
3: just, yeah, and the spots on the leaves, you know. But, uh,
1: oh, man. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210 308 210 308 More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up. Here comes another pup uh, with uh, Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. What? That's a puppy puppy. Oh, is it a puppy puppy? Uh, 9.30 a.m., The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen oh four M Bull Verde Road with your Texas Superstar lineup for this week at Millburgers. Our first Texas superstar blooms from spring through fall with a profusion of sky blue flowers. It loves our hot summers. It's drought tolerant, and butterflies love Blue Plumbago. Now on sale in the one gallon container for just four eighty eight. Are you looking for a Texas superstar with extremely heat and drought tolerant that attracts hummingbirds and butterflies? That has beautiful electric orange blooms? Then you must be looking for Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados, now on sale in the three-gallon container for just $19.88. Our next Texas Superstar is a plant of dual personalities. You'll enjoy its light blue and purple blooms all summer and its heavy yellow berries in the fall. And it's on sale at Millburgers in a deco pot, the 12-inch deco pot is on sale for just $16.88. You'll find these and all your favorite Texas superstars at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Verde Road.
8: Remodeling is not an overnight decision. You want someone you can trust, not a company that's only trying to sell you products. You want... Expertise. My friends in San Antonio, this is Dennis Prager. Mike and Molly Sowry with Virtuoso Builders can help. They've remodeled hundreds of homes, and every Virtuoso Builders project is 100% unique. They love remodeling, and you'll love working with them when you call 210-525-8750. That's 210-525-8750 for Virtuoso Builders, or go to virtuosobuilders.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now, here's Syndicated Color.
9: President Trump says he will announce on Monday his selection to succeed Anthony Kennedy as an associate justice on the Supreme Court. He says he will pick from a list of 25 conservatives supplied by the Heritage Foundation. The left has vowed to use every means at its disposal to stop the nominee, whoever it is. They're lobbying two female pro-abortion senators, Collins of Maine and Murkowski of Alaska, not to vote for anyone they think will overturn Roe v. Wade and same-sex marriage. My view, which is shared by some other conservatives, is that neither ruling will be touched. There are several reasons, but one is the culture. Abortion and same-sex marriage are not the cause of our decadence, but a reflection of it. A nation in which so many have forgotten God is not a nation about to be persuaded by judges and laws. Righteousness exalts nations, but sin is a reproach to any people. We're being reproached the way back is revival, and those only come through concerts of prayer.
8: Hey,
7: this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In.
0: You go low, I go
11: high. I have wings. Why would I go low?
7: The movie Ant-Man and the Wasp flies back into the life of Scott Lang, also known as Ant-Man. He joins forces with Hope Van Dyne, also known as the Wasp, to take on a quantum-level mystery. But for a few small mandible nips, this superhero sequel is almost perfect. It has a really nice balance of action, fun and sweet messages about family. The one little uh, wasp in the ointment is the movie's rough language. It's what you'd find in a typical superhero pick, but it's an ant at a picnic annoyance nonetheless. I'll give Ant-Man and the Wasp three-and-a-half quantum tunnel leaps out of five for family friendliness. For the full review, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olaszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In movie review.
1: back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. I'm Milton Glick here with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. You give us a call and we'll be a part of the show at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, so uh,
3: so uh, kind of the write-up and uh, or the question about uh, can you reuse a potting mix? That's, that's a question, a uh, uh, concern that a lot of people have, especially at this time of the year when they're pulling up their spring tomatoes out of their containers or whatever, and uh, they don't know whether to throw that potting mix away or, or reuse it. Now, the main main purpose of potting mix is, is to pr- provide structure. In other words, uh, uh, something to grow the roots in, and most most potting mix uh, do not have enough uh, nutrient value in, so so if, you, if you're if you expecting to get growth out of uh, your potting, potting mix, especially on tomatoes, you're going to be disappointed. Uh, most of the time when you pull a, t- a tomato up or pepper up out of the out of the uh, potting mix, you you take a lot of the potting mix with you in the root system and things like that, and that probably should be uh, thrown away. Or you can knock it off the roots and put it back in the in the same pot. Um, I think the important thing is is to uh, maybe uh, have about a add some uh, sphagnum peat, Canadian sphagnum peat. Moss about uh, to the to what potting mix that you have, and then maybe get a, get some uh, some other you know buy some potting mix like it uh, the one cubic bag is on sale now the mir- uh, moisture control uh, Miracle Grow potting potting soil is on sale at uh, uh, on this week. And uh, it holds, it, you don't forget about this, holds 33% more water than ordinary soils. That's really not that important in, in, a, in a plant that you're going to be watering almost daily uh, like a tomato plant. But uh, that's one of the benefits. It's got some of those... Uh, some of those gels in there, moisture gels that uh, absorb water and hold water. The only problem with the gels is is they don't release the water unless the soil dries out completely. And when that happens, you're you're damaging your your plants in there, the production of your plant.
2: Now, if you're potting soil, technically... Well, a lot of potting soils don't have any organic material in it. Right, And that's probably a more stable mixture than than if you've got organic material. We always recommend, you know, if it's available, put it in there. But it does, it does decompose. Oh yeah, you yeah. can end up, you can end up with a pretty, uh, basically inert yeah, <laughs> sand and clay. Uh, and say, how did this happen? You know, I started out with that uh, high quality. Organic potting soil. Yeah. So that's that's where your sphagnum peat moss can come right. in place. You can and uh, you can refresh it, or just you can refresh it even with uh, your new purchase of right of new potting mix, too.
3: And the important thing is you want to have nutrients available. Uh, and this is why on tomatoes, especially at this time of the year, our peppers. Uh, we talk about, uh, they kid me about my copious amounts of Osmocote. But uh, this potting mix that's on sale says contains, continuous contains, doesn't say how much, continuous release fertilizer to feed for up to six months. Now, if you, if you believe that, I got uh, oceanfront property uh, to, to sell you. It may, it may feed a little bit for six months, but when you're trying to grow a, a high-yielding tomato or pepper, uh, you, you're back to adding more of the uh, uh, continuous-release fertilizer, which is Osmocope Plus, and you want to add copious amount. You cannot over-fertilize with Osmocote Plus. You can't over-copious. You can't, it cannot over-copious. And people say, "Well, suppose you grow it in osmocote." I've actually tried that, growing it in straight osmocote, and it didn't die. Wow, it did. It didn't die, but uh,
2: didn't get burnt up. Huh? Yeah,
3: so it's, it's a little bit salty because uh, osmocote is, and all those slow-release fertilizers they release a certain amount. Uh, before they, you know, when when they're initially wet, and so, uh, that was a pro- problem with using straight Osmocote. But anyway, uh, when you're fixing your fixing two your two
10: dogs,
1: yep, <laughs>
3: when you're fixing your uh, potting mix up, uh, add, add some Osmocote. And Calvin said he's seen, uh, Seen the uh, benefit of using uh, a, a uh, water soluble fertilizer like Miracle Grow, the the water soluble fertilizer, uh, in uh, almost on a daily watering uh, regime to keep the fertility levels up, especially on a uh, lemon lemon yeah, citru- you know, citrus.
2: Yeah, if you got a In a container, half whiskey barrel, a big productive plant, uh, limes or uh, lemons, uh, and citrus is in in that situation is kind of notorious for having using up the nutrients that are available, even when you do use pretty generous. And then you're a little worried about when do you fertilize uh, on citrus, but if you use the soluble. they're pretty dilute. They're soluble. You use them on a the regular basis. It keeps a good color and uh, right. even relatively easy to use. You're not over fertilizing. You're not wasting fertilizer. So, but, uh, just in, I, I, do, I, generally look to make sure I do it at least once a month. Jerry talks about doing it every time you water, or at least you know like once a week or once every two weeks. Yeah, which won't hurt it for
3: sure. Yeah, remember that the tomato plants and every every plant that you buy, the transplants that you buy at Millburgers are are watered with fertilizer water every time they're watered.
2: Yeah, at the wholesale, everybody. Right?
3: Yeah, at the wholesale, yeah. yeah. But uh, so keep that in mind, to if you, especially if you grow it in containers. And like I said, the Miracle-Gro moisture control potting soil is on sale. Regularly $13, Milton. hmm $10 for $10. Say $3. Okay. And that's a one cubic foot bag. That's a, that's a pretty big bunch of spotting mix.
2: And there's other um, other different uh, different kinds of soil, uh, oh, potting soil. Oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some...
3: But nobody wants to buy it unless it's on sale, Calvin. <laughs> Don't you know that? Ginger. Oh, uh, you've been married plenty long enough to know that.
1: <laughs> Ginger's on the line at 210 308 i bet
3: Ginger bag me up. Nobody wants to buy it unless it's on sale. Right, Ginger?
10: <laughs> Most of the time, you're
3: right, Jerry. <laughs> there you go. After, all of the time, I'm right.
10: <laughs> well, I will on, buy Ginger? some stuff not on sale. Well, listen, I'm not anywhere close to, to Millburgers, because I live out near Floresville. But my other favorite nursery, Phoenix had some uh, purple quarterweed. So I ran over there and picked it up, because I was listening to y'all just on this quarterweed. And now I have a question. It's about, uh, it's a beautiful plant, about two feet tall, has these long, whips like things, you know, with flowers.
3: Yeah, that's why the flowers come out. When I put
10: out. that, when I put that in the ground, uh, what about the flowers? Do I need to put a cage around it or um? No, no, it, it's, it's, free,
3: it's free, freestanding.
2: Yeah, no, that it should. If you give it a look, enough room, it should have a nice shape and uh, weeping, a weeping shape, and that those flower stems, uh. It amazes me how it seems like those flower, those blooms are moving up and down, moving up and down.
3: Calvin <laughs> forgets which one he looked at last. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> up and down.
2: But, uh,
10: so you don't worry about it falling over or
2: anything? No, no. No, they should, they, it shouldn't be an issue. And
10: how long
2: do they bloom? Will it bloom until the fall? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah now and you might have days oh like say you say it got real hot and dried out you might have a day when there doesn't appear to be any blooms the, the next day there'll probably be blooms reappearing but just uh Oh really? Uh, I, well, know I about just, they root hardy perennial the, some are and some like my red dwarf didn't make it
3: didn't make it okay
2: but the purple Came it, back. But, but the purples are still recovering you know they're not the bloom, the ones that uh, I kept through the winter, are not blooming yet.
3: Oh, okay. The,
2: so the ones I got at the nursery are all blooming up the store. Oh, yeah. Um,
10: so they're a late summer bloomer. Um,
3: yeah, they if they go through the winter.
2: Yeah, if they go through the winter, that's always a an, always an issue with those uh, cold-sensitive plants. They sometimes survive, but they're damaged and set back. So. I've mm. I've got both. I've got some that made it through the winter, and then I've got some I bought new. And the w- the ones that I bought new are, of course, have many many more blooms than the others. Uh
10: huh. Okay. So I can overwinter this purple one.
2: Uh, so, so, some cases, on I, yeah, I don't want to overstay. But my purple ones made it through. Okay. But the red right. the red ones did not. I don't. I don't think.
3: Okay. I, I think the ones at Millburger make it through, but I don't think the ones from Fanix make it through. Oh yes, that
2: may be the case.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they were I bet they weren't on. I bet they weren't on sale at Fanix either, were they? No, no, they
10: were not. See there? You got that
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't have red, did right. they? And they didn't have red, no. did they? No red. Oh, You know
10: Fanny pretty
3: well, don't you? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Ginger. <laughs> 40 years. <laughs> you take okay, care. Okay.
10: Well, listen, guys, I appreciate
1: everything. Okay. Thank you for coming. Oh, to bye, Ginger. To Bye-bye. Yeah.
10: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Yes, sir. We had
4: a balsamic basil update.
1: Oh, uh-oh.
4: Uh, we are now to three. We had, oh, we I We just love had that. a young man that was in, that his wife sent him down.
1: Oh, no. And so uh- I <laughs> helped
4: him pick out the best-looking one, and... Uh, so, anyway, we have three. three for them. Now, there are five more coming later in the week, so probably okay. Tuesday or Wednesday. But uh, it is a spectacular basil. Uh, if you haven't tried it, uh, please do. It's, uh, yeah, Google
1: it great. online. Uh, take a look at the pictures. You'll like it. It's so Google balsamic basil plant, and you'll see pictures of it. And you'll like it. And you could just call in. We don't want to tell him that since he came all the way in. She didn't want to take any chances, I guess. I'm assuming. Yeah, so four nine seven three seven six zero, and they'll put some aside for you, Four nine seven three seven six zero.
4: It's a honeydew list. So I'm yeah, sure. oh, no, I see. Sal McBasill was Did he have enough off.
1: confidence to pick, pick cool. which ones uh, I, were the right uh, ones? I showed him which one. Oh, oh good. So see, this, this is
4: the one she's going to be the happiest with.
1: That's the kind of service you get here at Millburgers. <laughs> Helping couples for how many years now? Many, 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 years. many years. and they weren't they weren't on sale, were they? <laughs> no, no not. Uh, well, we they, we made the statement while ago. They were a ago. great price,
3: at a good price. Yeah, that's right.
1: And you'll have to uh, listen to the ad or go to milbergernursery.com to find out. But Trace can't tell you. There's an item he's never seen on sale here. It'll be featured next weekend, next yes, week, on Wednesday. On Wednesday. So check out nursery.com or listen to uh, the answer and you'll learn more about it. All right, well, we're going to say goodbye for today. I want to thank you for uh, being a part of the show, as always. Uh, we're going to be back next Saturday and Sunday here at MillBurger, so get your gardening questions, uh, get your ducks in a row, and we'll be happy to help you. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. On behalf of the Docs, thanks to Al, doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you next Saturday on The Answer.